0: Hello, and
1: welcome to
0: SCOS, the Central South Consortium podcast. In this podcast, we'll bring you the very latest discussions on all things education.
1: Hello, and welcome to this edition of the CSE Expressive Arts Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to a conversation I had with Sophie Angus Jones, the head of dance at Triorchi Comprehensive School. Sophie's been teaching at Triorchi for 15 years now, and in the early days, dance was only on the curriculum for eight weeks a year. Now it is thriving at Keysage 3, Keysage 4, and Keysage 5 as well as making massive contributions to the extracurricular programme at Triorchi which is extensive. Sophie joined TRIORCY as a PE teacher with a dance specialism and her remit was to build up dance in the school. Along with her colleague Claire Watts, they managed to cover a wide range of dance styles. Sophie herself has firm foundations in ballet, modern, street, hip hop and contemporary, whilst Claire has a specialism in Latin American dance. You'll hear Sophie explain how collaboration and strategic planning is crucial, but you'll also get an understanding that a passion and an enthusiasm for the subject is key. I hope you enjoy listening to this conversation, and I hope that it inspires you to introduce or develop dance in your school as part of the Expressive Arts AOLE. In Curriculum for Wales, Dance is part of the Expressive Arts AOLE, whereas in many schools it's taught by a PE teacher. Is it a good thing that Dance has found its way into the Expressive Arts AOLE and what are the benefits it can bring to Expressive Arts?
0: With the new curriculum, I do think Dance is places right within Expressive Arts and this is such a fantastic opportunity. that doors are just flying open now, which is fantastic. I do think we need PE departments though as a stepping stone, as a platform um, to get dance out there within their curriculum. Uh, So now it is being taken out of the hands of the PE department, but if you haven't got the specialisms within Expressive Arts, and not all schools do, and I understand that, then the opportunity is still there for PE to deliver it. I mean, the skills that the pupils benefit from studying dance or expressive movement is huge. Um, Confidence increase, self-esteem increases, the, just the amount of group work that you can do, the metacognitive skills that the pupils develop through the sub- subject, it's, it's, it's brilliant. I mean, they're planning, they're reviewing, they're adapting choreography, they're working with each other and observing each other's work and evaluating their own, I mean, the skills are endless which can then be transferable across other subjects. The impact is there because we've had the support of senior leadership and without time, money, the space is given to us the facilities that that wouldn't have happened. I mean, I started in this school and in my previous school teaching Uh, dance at key stage three in the gym in the school canteen with the chips and the peas and uh, two hours after school on a Monday just to make senior leadership aware that it can be done the demand is there the pupils want to learn look at these skills look how transferable they are to other subjects look how much fun these pupils are having and when you see them backstage in a show or oh, they've just come off the stage and they are absolutely buzzing, it's just worthwhile, it really is. Or in competitions and the nerves beforehand but being completely elated when they come off stage, it's, no, it's great, it's, yeah, it's really good. On the back of COVID, return to school, the classes, our exam classes, we haven't seen our Key Stage 3 classes yet, uh, but our exam classes are desperate to do practical. I mean they've tried at home, we've tried to teach practical online, Um, hasn't been great because the the children haven't had the room, Um, they have been sharing resources, sharing spaces with younger brothers and sisters, but we've really tried to think outside the box with online learning and setting challenges. Um, at home, where, for example, um, we set a sofa dance challenge where their sofa was the set, and they had to research all the different actions um, that you do on a sofa and put them choreograph a short piece. Hilarious, some of the the video footage that's been up, up, uploaded. Um, but really, they want to be back in here. They want to be performing with their friends. They don't want to do any more solo work because we could only do solo in first term. I taught my year elevens last week for the first time practical and asked them who has done any movement dance at all, and probably three out of the class and been properly active um, which was quite worrying, so we did a should we say a, a break in lesson <laughs> just to get them moving again and becoming more aware of their bodies and um yeah, they really enjoyed it, so uh, I'm really I'm really pleased with that. But they have got to... They just want to do practical, and they just want to do group work. And I mean, we're not allowing any contact work at the moment. Um, but they just want to perform together. They don't want to perform on their own. And they've specifically said that, but no more solo work. Okay.
1: <laughs> You've said so many things there that probably your music teachers and drama teachers especially can relate to but it's clear to hear that you're creative with your, your lesson plan and you're creative with your curriculum and you firmly believe that it's it's a performing subject, it's an expressive subject. It's not just about keeping fit. Planning relevant lessons and engaging units and schemes that will be attractive to both boys and girls has to be an important part of the success dance has achieved here
0: at Trioke it's at key stage three i'm not really we we are not really concentrating on technical uh dance it's more about how to express yourself how to move how does the body move um and the topics that we choose are very cross-curricular um so we can look for example in year seven we've just finished a unit now in the first term uh, looking at um the development of gumboot dance which then they develop their, their own personal rhythms, we looked at South Africa, we looked at slavery. Dance at key stage three is being used as a vehicle of learning rather than a technical subject, which leaves it more accessible then for different types of teacher to deliver dance. So whether it's your uh, drama or music teachers in expressive arts or it's your PE teachers, the units are planned so that a non-dance specialist can pick it up and run with it the majority of the lessons are female dominant uh, but we do have boys in every class. we targeted boys only dance clubs as well and we've had um, external male role models come in to run a residential three-day residential put a piece together and then platform it um, to engage the boys to open their eyes that dance isn't just for girls we've looked at it from a physical theatre point of view as well, uh, just to get them moving, just to state that you can express yourself through movement. It doesn't have to just think of it as dance. Um, I do think a lot more male dancers are on TV and in the media, a lot more now. We have boys studying dance at kids age four and five. and at the moment now with dance rolling into year seven we haven't called it dance we've called to try and beat that stereotype we've called it expressive movement and they're fine we have mixed classes from year seven and they all engage they all participate i think the choice of material that you deliver to the to the class to a mixed class to a female class and to an all boy class completely different to hook them and that's what, at the, with the new curriculum, we have been planning units of movement to target mixed classes. When we were picking the material, we had at the back of our heads what is going to hook the boys more because currently we have actually got a lot more boys in the year group than girls and i wanted to hook the boys in and engage them more so they have the same experience so when it comes to options then hopefully the plan is that the number of boys that opt for dance will increase i mean we have boys that opt in at key stage four and key stage five but we'd like more because basically the material and the choreography that we can teach at Key Stage 4 and 5 is just more explosive when you've got boys because they they just bring a different element to the class, a different dynamic. Uh, we had one class three years ago where we had four boys at Key Stage 5. And the work they produced was just outstanding. And they've all gone on to do musical theatre now. Um, so I, I want to get back to that point.
1: And the girls?
0: I don't think it'll make any any difference because they're really enthusiastic regarding movement, music, lovely space to perform in and being expressive.
1: You've really thought hard about your short, medium and long-term planning there. And I'm sure it, it will pay off for you because it's worked so far. You've done some really tremendous things here at Triorki. Can you just talk us through some of the imaginative and creative ways that you've weaved dance into the curriculum?
0: Through the PE department, through Core P, we delivered dance leadership qualification where we trained our pupils to be dance leaders, uh, which then enabled them to help us and assist us in after-school clubs, setting up small dance festivals and then eventually going into their old primary schools and setting up after-school clubs with younger children which they absolutely loved. Funny enough, it then evolved into when we uh, were delivering the Welsh back. Uh, In our school, it wasn't as an option. Um, It was put into everybody's subject, and we took on a challenge. So Dads took on the community challenge for Welsh back, which worked perfectly. It's ran alongside dance leadership qualification, so it overlapped really nicely. And we planned the community challenge so that we taught our dancers how to be dance teachers, how to uh, plan lessons, how to organize festival, how to deliver and how to be with younger children. And as part of the community challenge then, they also went into their old primary schools um and set up after school clubs for the Boschaback Challenge that lasted about a good two terms and then their end goal was a festival that they organised here at Triorkey and all the primary schools came their groups and performed and competed against each other and it was it was lovely. It was so nice to see the end goal and to see our leaders just taking charge of their children and seeing them, giving them the little pep talk and organizing their costumes, doing the lighting, choosing the music, training them, rehearsing them, getting them ready. And we literally were stood back just watching them do it. And it was it was such a good day. It was brilliant.
1: It's very obvious that building a good rapport with the pupils is central to the success of dance in the curriculum. You've also mentioned in previous conversations, we've had the support you've had and what you've learned from the PE teachers and the expressive art teachers, and that having access to that wide range of staff has developed your pedagogies, which has also played a part, as well as the support you've got from community and SLT. However, there'll be many departments across many schools that want to develop dance, but are not sure how to, where did you start off? How did you grow to have the successful department? Where did it come from?
0: Well, originally we were part of the PE department and dance was taught at Key Stage 3, but as part of the PE curriculum. But So the children were only getting eight weeks a year um, to study dance at year seven, year eight and year nine, um, which was great. And I'm really thankful for the PE department allowing us to deliver uh, dance because it was a platform that we needed to start from and then at key stage four we were lucky enough to have dance put then into the options and the children were allowed to take two practicals so the children that were really sporty and really into PE but also had that dance side stuff had the opportunity to take both and then it also had, was more accessible for people that didn't really like sport but Wanted to be active, wanted to be healthy, wanted to be fit, wanted to do a practical subject and develop those skills as, alongside uh, their other subjects, then they had the opportunity to, to pick a different type of practical subject.
1: You've got a thoroughly enriched curriculum here. Uh, you've got school shows, you've got competitions, you go work in the community, you've embedded dance. Not just as a dance subject in itself, not as a discrete discipline, but is embedded right across all areas of the curriculum. But what about exam levels? What What are the opportunities and the options for those who want to pro- progress with dance?
0: At Key Stage Four, we offer GCSE Dance and BTEC Level Two. The GCSE Dance. Uh, specifications actually just uh, recently changed over a couple of years and I personally think it's much better it's more structured um, it does have a content more of a contemporary focus the pupils have an hour and a half written exam where they study six professional works which are modern which are up-to-date which are engaging and look at lots of different styles not just contemporary dance um, it's the first time that uh, a hip hop piece has been involved at GCSE level um, to analyse, to critically analyse, to look at everything. And it's um, kenwick Sandy, uh, "Emancipation of Expressionism" is called. And he's actually toured um, Wales in the past, and we've taken groups. Fantastic choreographer, such a creative and deep thinker um, through through hip hop which you wouldn't really think that because you sort of think of diversity and more showy performances but this uh, his work is really insightful so it's good for the pupils to see hip-hop but in a different light. Um, yeah, they learn how to become a choreographer and obviously work on their technical and performance skills. They, they learn uh, phrases set by the exam boards. Uh, which are really quite technically challenging, but once broken down and taught, it's um no lovely to lovely to see. Um we also t- offer BTEC level two, which we use the same sort of material on both courses. Um and when we're promoting both courses at Option the Evening, the the only main difference really is the written exam. So the pupils that prefer to be continually assessed on the btec take btec and the ones that are happy to do written exam at the end of two years um take gcse the i would say there's probably more written work on the btec course over the two to three years that we deliver it uh, in comparison to the gcse and um, the only difference is the exit is the exam uh, this the same at key stage five the you choreograph solos duets performance work as a group as um, you have more choice really of the type of style of dance that you can be assessed through we look at the healthy performer as a whole in terms of nutrition and injuries had to look after your body as a dancer your body is your tool so you really need to know how it works and how to look after it to sustain your career look at professional works we learn how to critically analyze choreography is a big element of both courses site-specific work as well which is really interesting and the pupils they really engage with that unit because they take dance out of the studio basically and really pushes their creative thinking skills
1: Thank you Sophie, you've talked about so many things there, the importance of effective curriculum planning, the importance of engaging pupils, engaging other staff in order to build a successful subject in a school. One of the most important things I think other listeners will agree with is that you've given plenty of ideas and inspiration on how they can move dance forward in their schools. Just a few final words, if you wouldn't mind, Sophie, about those who are starting out and where to go for help and what we can do to develop dance in our schools.
0: I've had a few schools that have approached uh, me, Welsh medium and English medium, um, to help them start, basically, to give them a foundation of where to work from so that they can adapt within their schools. and that's great. I would love to work with, with different schools and to help them to start up because I had that when I was an NQT um, in Cambridge. I had um, a teacher help me just start, and that's all. That's all you need. Um, I think with today's social media as well, there's plenty of groups that you can join. Um, I find teachers the most generous people. They upload their teaching resources that they've created which you can adapt so you don't have to reinvent the wheel there there's so much material out there Um, you've just got to pick what and choose what's right for you for their expertise within your department um, for your children whether you're talking to girls boys mixed um, what key stage tapping into and using the community dance practitioners and dance companies the amount of free educational resources out there to promote their work and then take trips to the theatre to see their work it's the outreach work from most companies is of a really good quality and tapping into that but I think moving forward I think we need in Wales a dance network for teachers so that we can share our own resources, expertise, support each other. Um, Because of the new curriculum changes, there are lots of doors opening at Key Stage 3. But the benefits and the skills that the pupils develop and learn from the subjects, take that into consideration, take it to your senior leadership and run with it, give it a go. Every subject has to start somewhere
1: fantastic sentiment to end a great conversation. Thank you very much Sophie Angus Jones and thank you Trioki Comprehensive School for allowing me to come along and interview and share the outstanding practice that's happening at your school with the rest of the community. For those of us who are looking forward to developing dance in our curriculums good luck and let me know how it goes. at
0: School twitter a facebook in channel youtube amino and with thanks for listening to this episode of scodes don't forget to follow us on twitter and facebook subscribe to our youtube channel join our online communities via our website and read our weekly school bulletin for the latest news bye for now